0: Troops, this is The Eagle Podcast, the home of accountability. Troops, here we are. It's another COVID-19 Sunday podcast special. I'm pleased to be joined by a bloke who I haven't known very long, but I've watched his journey since about Christmas on Instagram. And let's just say he's dedicated. It's Paul Farrow. Paul, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, John. How are you coping in the current climate? No gym. How are you keeping yourself motivated? Uh, routine,
1: uh, to, to,
0: to be quite honest. It's, um,
1: you know, I think it's the most important thing to, to try and stick to, especially when you, you, you're you stuck in like the same four walls for the majority of the day.
0: Your Instagram, your stories, uh, very good. Um, I feel like you put out a very positive message um, in regarding, you've got to put the work in. Where's that ethos come from have you always had it or
1: have you had to learn it uh, to, to be quite honest I, i've really had to learn it um you know, i've worked in the, the health and fitness industry for, for 15 years and you know for the majority of that time i've uh, i've been a fairly uh chunky bloke um right. <laughs> you know, I, i've trained in the gym you know a lot but uh you know uh, I, i've never really you know th- there's always been things i've missing uh, you know, a lot of the time that's been the diet. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of the time, you know, I've avoided training legs, but uh, it, it was really only been sort of the, the past six to twelve months that uh, it, it's all really started coming together for me.
0: And and what was that moment of realism, Paul? Like, what was that point where you were like, "I'm training, I ain't going anywhere," and um, what am I doing?
1: Uh, well, you know, at the start of 2019, um, I, I found out I was going to become a dad. Cool. Um, I didn't want to be, uh, a, you know, a fat dad. Um, so uh, I started having a, a bit of a look at, you know, a bit of introspection, look at what I was doing and, and trying to figure out, you know, what I could do. Um, I, you know, ultimately, you know, A, it's about my health long term. B, you know, it's about being physically able to, to do stuff with my boy as he, uh, yeah. he
0: grows up. So, uh, no, yeah. I'm just sort of going to say there, Paul, um, it's very important. Like, can you imagine, God forbid you get COVID-19, but just say you've got it now. This version of you now is a lot better set up to take on a virus like that than the version back in 2019. And I, and I feel like we all need to be healthier. And I'm not talking about shirt off, rip the pieces, the gun show. I just mean as an individual putting the right foods in our body, exercising a certain amount of times a week and just being healthy. Do you know what I mean? what, what you take?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I've lost, you know, almost 20% of my body weight in the past wow. year. You know, I got out of breath walking up a set of stairs, um, you know, 12 months ago. You know, God wow. forbid if I got COVID 19 in the condition I was in then, um, uh, you, you know, I, I, I'd have been uh, seriously up the creek. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably in a much better position now um, physically um, if I was to catch it to, to be able to survive.
0: And that's the point, I think, after this of unhealthy lifestyles and saying, I haven't got the time for this and I haven't got the time for that. Now, there's a choice, isn't there? Because I always say there's always time for destruction, but there's never time for development. And I believe that right now is what's happening right now. All we have now is time for development. How have you adapted your routine? Because I know that you're very, very gym, gym heavy. You know, I always say on your stories Mm -hmm. uh, in the gym quite a lot.
1: Well, yeah, I was in the gym sort of five, six days a week before this, and, uh, you know, obviously that's that's not an option now. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a little bit of kit in my garage. Um, uh, one of the first things I did after lockdown uh, was clear out my garage, create a bit of space, um, and I've got a few um, weights, um, an old spin bike, um, uh, and a step, um, and I'm just trying to uh, adapt, um, work my routine in. You know, I, I don't have ridiculously sort of heavy weights um, sort of sat around, but you know, you, you do what you can. You know, if you can't go heavy, go volume. Um, uh, but, you know, the, the main thing is just to, you know, make sure I, I get that workout in, um, sort of burn a few calories, you know, um, and uh, stay conditioned.
0: For when the world turns back on?
1: <laughs> well, hopefully I'll come out of it uh, better than when I went in. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, popping out for an early morning run when there's no one about.
0: Um, yeah. I, I've uh,
1: never really... You want
0: to do that yeah do you know what um thanks for that the other day as well um the door to door challenge is becoming a bit of a little bit of a mini success um and we sort of created it to try and help others do you, do you know what i mean just to try and let people know that we're still thinking of them in in, in times like this because i feel like originally i thought small business but actually i don't think it matters what size you are because at the moment if you're not producing or you're not selling then you you're only saw so cash rich aren't you
1: oh it, it, exactly and unless you've got you know, huge uh, stockpiles of cash in the bank. You know, there's a lot of businesses out there in trouble. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun uh, on that door to door challenge. Um, you know, popping around. Uh, you know, I've got a soft spot for the uh, local Durham brewery. Uh, not that I drink too much these days, but uh, yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a lot yeah. of people out there in trouble.
0: You want to tell people what you do. We had a quick chat about it before we went online, but I thought I'd just leave it to the professional and let you tell everyone what it is you do and who you work for and where you work.
1: So I I work for the Ballantine Group. Uh, I'm the group head of membership uh, and spa Customer Service Centre. I've been with the company about 10 years, so I've seen an awful lot of change and uh, uh, I still go in and enjoy every day.
0: Yeah, and I said to you before before podcast went live, um, I think... Duncan Ballantyne and the Ballantyne group should be commended for how swiftly they acted uh, in regarding sort of membership across the board. Um, it wasn't my in, immediate thought, like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, I want me 50 quid or whatever, people pay, pay for membership. But I felt like they acted in, in a really swift and decisive manner. Is, is that how it works there? I mean, I've been a member only a short time and I've been really impressed with the entire setup. What have you seen change over the time?
1: So over the last ten years, you know, we've invested in technology. You know, the gyms have been refurbed. We've introduced new training, but you know, the big focus that's been there for the like the you know certainly in the last year or two is is about staff and people, because you know you can have all the kit in the world, but if you if you don't have you know people, you know, and to build a community to you know. Say hello and say goodbye when you walk in and out of the place. It, it, it has an entirely different sort of feel, um, uh, and I think you're only as strong as the, uh, the the people that you've got in place. To be honest,
0: yeah, um, that is a that is a great ethos, and obviously that comes down from Duncan. That's obviously the way he wants it to be, and and I feel like that the top represents the bottom, and the bottom represents the top. Um, you know that sort of forward-facing company ethos and obviously when you get bigger and bigger as a business it's very very easy to get removed from that and obviously bannertines is a massive group across the uk how many gyms i'm 20 20 plus 72 across the uk wow right Stan corrected 72 that's a lot and that's obviously a lot of memberships that are on hold at the moment you know what i mean it's that's a big uh, and that's yeah, what we're seeing yeah. <laughs> when, when you yeah, look at I'll that a lot on hold
1: I mean obviously the you know the announcement that came out on that friday night was uh, you know not an awful lot of notice for us it came out at five and we had to have the doors shut by ten yeah um, I know. so uh yeah we, we had to move pretty quickly get the places locked down and um you know and and then you know tell people you know what we were going to do so uh, it yeah was,
0: no, uh, it was it, uh, it was very swift and very decisive it showed it showed great it showed great leadership we definitely did that. Sort of on, on your fitness uh, journey there, Paul, I think we've chatted a few times on Instagram. Is is there a goal? Is there a target weight? Is there a, a defining moment where you think I've done it? Or are you just setting the bar every time?
1: I, I think it's probably turned into, uh, you know, setting the bar each time. I, you know, when I originally started this uh, in March 2019, um, uh, you know, getting some structure, getting some advice and, you know, get my nutrition right, it, it, it you know, it was a five month thing, you know, up until the point my son was born, yeah. And then obviously, last year he arrived, re- you know, a few months early, everything got derailed, and I put all, all the weight I'd lost back on, so I only really started again in October. Um, oh wow, well. uh, and uh, you know, sort of kicked it back in there, so it's you know, six months, I've lost four stone, I feel fantastic, you know. If someone had asked me what I wanted to do when I started, um, you know, if I can get down to sort of 16 stone, um, you know, uh, that'll be a bit of an achievement. Um, yeah. you know, so kind of the lightest I've ever been as an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, for me, I'm just really enjoying the journey. Um, you know, I've made a ton of friends, um, yeah. running an Instagram account. Um, you know, there's uh, been an awful lot of community support out there. Um, you know, I'm typically a very introverted person, but actually, just throwing it all out on sort of social media has had a really positive reaction. Yeah. Um, and I think actually, it's probably kept me really accountable uh, through the time. But Great you know, way. It, It's um, you know, also let me uh, sort of understand the art of the possible. Um, you know, yeah, you know, you know, i I've, like I say I I haven't been in um. You know, regular size clothes for uh, an absolute sort of ton of years. I'm just kind of getting into them now.
0: How does that feel, Paul? Like when you when you talk, I've heard people mention this before. Like the moment they go and buy whatever is a standard style jean, and they can put that jean on for the very first time. Like, like is that a thing? Like, is that like I don't I don't know about it. Is, is it a thing? Is it something where you think, thank fuck for that? Do you know what I mean? You, you, you know what? For me.
1: Uh, and it's really silly. It, it was walking into Primark and being able to buy something, well, because right. you know, for years, you know, Primark clothes have always been sort of too small. I've like right. never, I bought, I've never owned a Primark t-shirt. Um, and then uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, before COVID nineteen, we were due to go on holiday, so I popped in, I hmm. bought some, uh, you know, ridiculous neon shorts, uh, and you know, uh, you know, uh, an XL Primark t-shirt, and they fit. You know, and wow. you know, for me, that is the, you know, the the type of thing. And you know, I'm I'm still not, you know, in the regular sort of sizes. I'm a large slash extra large at the moment, but uh, nothing wrong with that, Paul. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, you, you know, but the fact is, you, you know, I'm no longer, you know, ordering my clothes online because I, I need a 50 inch yeah. waist or a a three like XL top or something like that.
0: Is is that is that where you are? 50 inch waist is that sort of what you were sitting at? Well, wow. that's that's what I was uh, at the start,
1: yeah. I had a big wow. 50 inch pair of jeans, um, and they were pretty much the only jeans uh, that I had. Um, you know, you know and at that sort of size, you can't even wander into like you know the uh, the tracky aisle at Tesco and really? uh and wow. put anything off the, the
0: shelf. It's uh, it's
1: pretty much all, all order online.
0: And have you done it's all well and good training the body, but what have you done to train the mind as well? Podcasts, listen to anyone. David yeah, Goggins,
1: then some people. I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, following uh, you know people on Instagram uh, has been pretty inspirational. There's a you know I, I'm not the first person to you know walk, walk this uh, road. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people out there that have done it, um, uh, and once you start finding you know one or two people, you know the algorithm keeps in more. And I think yeah, I of course, you know, I follow you know about 2,000 different fitness accounts, and there's some absolutely fantastic ones out there. Um, there's, uh, you know, one of our, our members in Darlington, uh, Emma, um, uh, who runs, uh, a, 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 well, she, she runs, um, but she also runs a, a podcast and, uh, um, a local business as well. And she's been pretty inspirational looking at her transformation over the years. Cool. What's, um, what's her name?
0: Emma? Uh, Emma? Emma
1: Holmes. Right. After that
0: crowd. What's a podcast?
1: Uh, what are you waiting for? Um, but waiting as in, as yeah, in wait. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, she's done a, done a few episodes. Cool.
0: Um,
1: uh But uh, you know, uh, other than that, yeah, you know, people are pointing out sort of Jay Alton to me. He's done a you know a lot of good podcasts over the years, particularly with regards to to mindset. Mm. Um, technology-wise, I've started tracking my food on an app. Which yeah, you know, diet was always difficult for me. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know that's been one of the uh, main changes. But um,
0: I I think the problem is part. Um, is we, we 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 tell stories and we lie to ourselves. Um and that, that's where it comes down to and, and sometimes you just have to say, you know, I've been a bit of a beefer, like I am just gonna have a day where I just ate shit. Um yeah. There's too many people out there who who are looking for fads and they're looking for excuses instead of just saying, you know, the if you want to lose weight you need to know what your daily calorie intake is and then you need to take five hundred calories off that and then just be con- and then just be constant with it it's not it's not rockets you no, know what I mean absolutely John you you, you on uh, and,
1: and you know I, I was exactly that type of person like you know I would sit you know I, I would secretly eat in my car mm. I'd grab two you know 150 gram bags of Doritos uh, you know from the shop eat them on the way to work and no one would know anything uh, about it but I'd probably just add about 1500 calories right there and then I'd be like well why am I putting on weight yeah <laughs> That's why I'm putting on weight.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, and as well, Paul, you can't out-train a bad diet. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, you know, I, I've done some horrific challenge stuff where I've done 50 milers in a day. Now, you might think, God, if you did 50 miles in a day, you'd lose so much weight. Wrong. You might burn 13,000 calories, but it'll take you nearly 12,500 calories to be able to do the event. So your deficit is tiny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then, then you'll finish the event and think, I'm definitely having a pizza and a big ice cream. Deficit gone. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's it's not big, hideous events that make you lose weight. It's consistency and just being 500, 300, 250. And it, it's, that, it's that constant. Until you get to the point where like you're happy with your weight and you think, right, I'm just going to maintain now and I'm just going to be you know, a bit normal. But I'm, one thing I'm interested in is I call myself an eagle and that's my story to tell on another time. But where is your thing with the shark come from? I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, I, I, I've got a massive tattoo of a shark on my back, um, you right? okay. and uh, you know that that's originally where it came from. Um, it took about two and a half, three years to complete. Um, you know, it was done when I was big, so uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it's a big piece on a big guy. Um, yeah, yeah. uh But it's a big, um, you know, sort of uh, uh, hammered style uh shark that goes from uh, the tip of my shoulders down to the uh, the bottom of my, my, my bum yeah. um uh, you know people at work sort of cottoned on to that um uh, and yeah. well, one of our designers you know created me the uh, the little shark that you'll see tagged in the, a lot of my photos so yeah uh, yeah, and, yeah and, you know we've got an eagle talking to a shark
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it um sweet and is that like you now is that now become your sort of spirit animal
1: I guess I guess so. Yeah, it's um uh yeah you, you know I you know obviously you put a, a lot of hours into to getting something like that done. Yeah. Um. So you know, there's a lot of sort of time and pain uh in invested in that. You know, it's become like the uh you know the uh, tag um uh, for my, my uh sort of Instagram photos that you'll see I, through the I
0: think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great, Paul. Um. And and I would encourage anyone to find some sort of animal that they find an infinity with and then style themselves on, on that because it changes the mind. Do you know what I mean? And, and what I mean by that is when it gets hard, that last minutes, if it's a park run and it's that last 30-second blast, if you've got nothing to relate to, you're more likely to drop off and just fade. But if you think, no, I've got to be like the fucking Hammerhead, do you know what I mean? I've got to go and I've got to swim fast. And it, it, it's, it gives you that psychological push, you know, and and I I get it all the time. When it starts getting hard for me, I just think, "What the fuck would an eagle do right now?" And it would, and then the answer is, it'd be a fucking eagle. That's what i would do, and <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what I that, when I originally saw your thing, I was like, "Oh, here's another guy who's cottoned onto a, an animal, or, or yeah. you know, and that's his that's his spirit animal." That's and that's all part of the story, man. That's another chapter in the book, isn't it? No, oh, I really I really like it. I, I like it, and. and the Infinity Two Grenade, um, the bars, the brand, where where's that come from? Well, I mean, obviously
1: the the uh you know, uh, obviously there's a commercial relationship there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not being paid. I'm not being done anything. You know, I, I genuinely like the products. Like so I've been in the industry for 15 years. Yeah, I tried class- a lot of crap protein bars. There are mm. some awful ones out there. And you know, I first came across Grenade in 2017 when they weren't. You know, one of the, the the major ones. Yeah. Um. I tried their peanut nutter bar, and I was like, oh, you know what, I love that. Um. So I had a you know, um, you know, a few boxes here and there over the years. Um. And then when we were, our, our, you know, changing our new supplier at work, our, you know, um, I wanted to make sure their names in the mix. Um. But uh, you know, Grenada now our supplier. Um uh and yeah you know i think they've got some you know fantastic flavors i I like the uh you know the 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 ethos um and their tagline sort of blow shit up you know challenge things you know yeah uh you know i think it is you know challenging convention um you know doing something a little bit different um not being afraid to uh you know uh Put yourself out there. Um, I think they do a lot of good stuff. And, you know, if, if you listen to any of the podcasts from their CEO, Alan Barrett, uh, you know, I mean, he, he talks to a lot of different people, but you know, he'll do some weird and wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, he's uh,
0: um, uh, he's really active on LinkedIn. I've got him on LinkedIn, um, and the Grenade at the moment are on an absolute PR masterclass because they're donating um, quite a lot of their stuff to the NHS, um, which it is is a masterstroke and um, if it's good if it's done it's coming from a good place but commercially it won't do them any any injustice and um, for, for the rest of 2020 whatever's left in 2020 I, I'll personally be offering uh, heavily discounted things to people um, who come from that bracket and um, a lot of key workers actually will be getting a discount and I feel like that from a commercial point of view um, is, it, is, it, is the right move to make. Um, what What's your take? Do you follow him on LinkedIn? Are you connected with him? Yeah,
1: yeah I'll, I'll follow Alan on LinkedIn and uh, see what they're up to. I, I think they've done a, you know, I, I agree. I think that their support for the NHS is fantastic. You know, absolutely. It won't harm their um, uh, reputation commercially. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, you know, there's a, a cash cost to it. So, uh, you know, they, they are throwing a lot of product out there. Um, but uh, you know, I, th- I think it's a really positive thing that they're doing. And you know, if there's one thing, I think this crisis is is showing. It's showing, um, you know, who a lot of important people are. You know, people that you might not have thought about before. Mm. But uh, you know, there's a lot of key workers out there now who are, uh, you know, getting, uh, you know, people standing
0: outside their doors. They're clapping at 8 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, right? uh, per- and- per- personally, Paul, I hope that clap on a Thursday never goes. I think that should become a, a thing all all the time. Um and yeah, yes, we're clapping for we're clapping for the NHS, but you know, um truck drivers, you know, that they, they are keeping the shelves stocked. Um or sometimes the the sort of forgotten the forgotten side of it. But stuff isn't getting to these supermarkets by magic. Um people are people are bringing it in lorries, um the Bin men, hygiene, cleaners like it's a big list, you know what I mean. But I think it's a big list that we all should take the time, you know, and say, you know, thanks very much. I was in um Morton Park Morrison, Jester, and, and and I thanked the girl on the till, Do you know what I mean. Because at the end of the day, she is putting herself in risk because she's coming in contact with so many people day to day basis. But if they didn't go to work, the nation, you know, eventually they would there wouldn't be any food. So I, I think we should the clap for the frontline workers i don't think it should ever end i I really don't i think it promotes great community spirit
1: well i I agree and i you know i I hope that we don't come out of this lockdown the and you know just go back to the you know exactly the the way it was before because agree you know there's a lot of people out there who i don't think people you know looked at and you know saw the value that they are they're going to see now Mm. because you're exactly right if we didn't have you know the, the the people that are you know, in our care homes, caring for the elderly, the people yeah. that are, you know, uh, you know, in hospital, like you say, the, the, you know, the cleaners, the supermarket yeah. workers, the, the drivers, you, you know, you, you're right. Where would we get anything at the moment? And
0: a lot of these people might be seen as low skilled or low, low cost workers, but actually um, the most important person at the Banatines group before the EUAC to close on the Friday... It wasn't Duncan, it wasn't the managers, it was the cleaners. The cleaners yep. and, and the gym staff, they were the most important people in the whole complex because especially the cleaners, they were, on a, on, they were fighting the battle on the front line, cleaning the surface. I mean, the gym is always clean, it's always immaculately clean, but the, the level was taken to another level. Um, so I, I hope that's appreciated as well when the world goes back to whatever normal may be. But you're right, I hope we don't go back to what we've left, I feel like this is a real moment right now where if we don't learn from it as a society, next time, whatever comes will be a lot harder and maybe there's no way back from it.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I can't remember in, in my lifetime when there's ever been anything like this. I, you know, I, I hope that there's never anything you know, quite like this again. But, um, yeah, you know, I hope you're right. It is a catalyst for change.
0: Yeah, and and co- being compassionate and being caring for others and taking time to be nice. Again, I hope that's something that becomes the norm because there's there's too many people driven by ego. Um, and end of day, ego now at the moment is worth zilch in in the current market. I I don't care if you drive a Ferrari. I don't care if you're in fantastic shape. Um, I'd rather you're just a nice person, and and I think it always. It always sort of comes. It always sort of comes back to, to that. Um, does your wife work at Valentine's, or is it? Are you do separate things?
1: Uh, no, she's a she's a rec- uh, scientific recruitment consultant uh, for uh, um, wow. who works in Sedgefield. So uh, um, she's on a maternity at the moment. Um, oh, so uh, the whole
0: but- house is in lockdown together.
1: Whole, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, you know, we, have, we haven't had a car off the drive in two weeks uh, at wow. the moment so it's uh, just me, and my wife, and my boy. Um, you know, uh, I took him out for a, a quick walk yesterday, which was the first time in two weeks. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get out on the, the, the streets a little bit here and there, um, just to keep active. And
0: what do you feel like when you go outside? Do you feel like there's danger outside, or do you just, or do you feel like we've created the monster under the bed? I,
1: you know, I, I think there's probably you, you know two sides to that. Yeah, you know, when when I when I pop out you now, if I'm going out for a run at sort of six o'clock in the morning, you know, I, I don't really see anyone. Mm. Might be an odd car that goes past, and uh, you know, it's eerie, but actually, there's something quite tranquil about it. Um, you know, but you know, I, I went out earlier on today for a bike ride, and um, you know, there are a lot more people out than than usual, um, but. Uh, you know, people would sort of see each other, uh, and they're different groups, and you know, some people just socially distance normally, and then other people would see people coming, and you'd you, you'd see the fear. You know, how are they? Am I going to move out of the way? How am I going to make that two meters? And you know, I, I hope that's something that we don't carry over. Uh, is is that sort of fear of others?
0: I, I it was, it was very funny. I saw someone give me a wide berth, right, and they would just been buying three liters of vodka, and I was like. He, do, do you know what I mean like yeah. it's got to be strong in here before you worry about out here and I just thought unbelievable you're giving me two metres distance which you should but it's the way in which they did it like I was some sort of and I'll say the word leper do you know what I mean like they'll say like yeah. they looked at me as if I was some sort of like zombie or someone who was on Death's Door like I'm a pitcher health pole, do you know what I mean I'm, I'm walking around at like 88 kilos clean I've got a resting heartbeat of 47. Like I run up mountains, like people run up the stairs. <laughs> and yet this guy, this guy's given me a wide berth. And he's the one pulling three liters of vodka off the, off the, off the shelves in, in Morrison's on a Saturday night with nowhere to go, nowhere to possibly go and drink and have a good time just to sit in your house and basically destroy yourself. And I'm like, you, you, you're already lost mate. You're already taken on water and you think I'm the problem. It's, it's, you know, psychologically, oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of people need to change. Um, no, it's uh, it's great. Look, Paula, I, I know you're conscientious for time, but I'm gonna we're gonna move on to the five watts, mate. Um, so, uh, what does your day look like now? Uh, new routine?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not too different to the old one. Um, you know, I'm trying to be do the same. I get up early in the morning. I, I train for uh, you know uh, an hour or two. Um, you know, I'll have breakfast. I'll shower. Uh, you know, I then, you know, work from home uh, through the middle of the day, you know, after I finish at half five, you know, I give my boy dinner, I bath him after that. And then we, we you know, we settle him down for the evening and, you know, rinse and repeat Monday to Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's not too different. And then, you know, the weekends are family time. Um, Brilliant. Brilliant. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep the same routine. And,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, second
0: one, mate. What workouts are you doing?
1: Um, trying to... Uh, maintain the uh, the type of splits I was before. Uh, trying and get four weight sessions in a week. Um, I'm doing a little bit of Les Mills on demand because um, yes. we've got a free trial for that now. Um, I'm trying to you know run a bit, just get out of the, to get out of the house. Um, yeah, uh, I've done a, a couple of nice long bike rides on a, a Sunday recently, um, just to explore a bit more of the area. Uh, I'm not from Durham originally, so it's nice to, sort yeah. to get out and see yeah. uh, some different places. Um, so yeah, you know, whatever I can to, uh, to keep myself active and, and keep the calorie deficit.
0: Brilliant, mate. Love it. Uh, what have you started? Have you started anything new, learned the language?
1: Um, honestly, no, uh, you know, I've not started any sort of new languages. You know, I've probably spent, you know, more time, uh, through the day, you know, around my son, which has been nice seeing more of his development. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, it's been uh, a real sort of opportunity for family time uh, yeah. with home. Um, you know, I think you've got to be a bit more sort of self-disciplined as well, um, so you don't just sort of, you know, toddle off downstairs. You know, I think, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, 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 you know, grab a couple of uh, hours on Netflix uh, before I go back and answer that email.
0: Yeah, uh, do you know what, Paul, you're Right there, I, I, I tell you what, I've started. I started uh, Tiger King on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's carol baskin's fault all of it all of it right all of it yeah <laughs> no, fair, fair play yeah uh what have you stopped mate? um so personally obviously i've stopped um the gym coffee shops all my adventures have stopped um mm. yourself
1: so yeah obviously uh you know um i'm no longer going to the gym uh, i've stopped driving i haven't used my car in uh, two weeks now um, yeah uh, so that's just been sort of sat on the drive. Uh, you know, I stopped popping to the shop just for something. You know, if you 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 know you, you have yeah, a little craving or whim. You know, I'm I'm not just going down the, like the uh, the shop and thinking, oh, you know, there's a tenner, let, let's have it. Uh, you know, we're making a lot more use of uh, sort what of food got? we've got. You know, got, got some spicy fish stew uh, yeah, nice. downstairs. Um, so yeah, um, you know, probably uh, yeah, using
0: up more of what we've got in the cupboards. Fair play. Uh, fifth and final one, mate. What's the first thing you do after lockdown's finished? I
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> go to the gym, mate. Probably, uh, pr- probably for a sauna, a steam room, and a swim. Uh, you can't really uh, swim uh,
0: when you, you're on lockdown, so uh, yeah, you can't swim in a bath, mate. I add gig. <laughs> unless you got a unless you got a big bath. Look, uh, Paul, it's been absolutely fantastic to firstly meet you. Um, and to get uh, some some of your time, no doubt we'll see each other somewhere in the gym and out and about, no doubt, definitely for sure. Um, where can people find you, Paul, on Instagram and etc.
1: Yeah, so uh, on, on Instagram, uh, that's the, uh, the you know the, the primary form of social media I use. Um, that's at Paul Faro um, Alternatively, I'm in the Darlington gym Monday to Friday uh, when it's open. Uh, you know, early mornings. Um, uh, and at some point I'll have to join you on your adventures
0: absolutely and um, challenge events is is what I'm all about man and I've got you know I've got stuff that blows people's minds uh, I really enjoy the dark side I really enjoy tough arduous events that make people finally admit to themselves yeah you're right I did have 10-15% more than I thought I had um, which makes me now think if I can do this what else can I achieve um, and that's that's what it's all about do you know what I mean like it's, that, that's what it's all about um, Paul absolutely fantastic to speak to me I will let you get back on with you Sunday night thanks for your time I'll get this podcast out ASAP. to bye bye